Hello, everybody. And you know, welcome. there is a national air guitar competition. We should do it. We yeah. should do it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the We Only Do One Take podcast. It's the only northern suburbs of Melbourne-based podcast that is a complete shit show. I am Turch, and as always, is my co-host and CEO and the most handsome male swimsuit model you have ever seen. Thank it's you. It's Kieran. Thank you very much. <laughs> Um, you know, once I wore speedos, right? Yep. Well, True story. That you and you and Tony <laughs> Abbott can really fight it out for who's uh, no, number one. Every in that summer, space. I would go to the beach, right? Uh, when I was a, a whole Poor lot beach covers <laughs> before I, I was a lot fitter then, um, and I'd wear one of those like springer wetsuits, so like my arms would get tanned and my legs would get tanned. And then I'd go back, you know, February would come and it'd be like swimming squad season and I'd be in my Speedos mm-hmm. and I'd have this like sick tan, mm-hmm. but then I'd be like pale, like it was a really yep. weird look. I can't imagine you ever being tan. That's one of those things. And with us today, <laughs> <laughs> and with us today, it was a guest that we've been sort of, uh, I've been trying to get on for a while. It's always one of those things where you try to sync things up and then some bad things happen. Last week, uh, I did put up a post about uh, some family stuff. It was about my nonna, my lovely nonna. She had to go to hospital. She's all good now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everyone, please thank you for your, your kind wishes. I got a few kind wishes from that. But today, we which, have... which, hang on, which hospital? Local. Like like north? Are we talking like down the road here, or are we talking the Austin? We're talking down the road here. Okay. Yes. I can't help you on the coffee situation. But when I was <laughs> with my friend at the Austin, I knew where to get the best coffee. Oh, so you... if anyone goes to the Austin hospital, hit me up because I can I tell you. I knew where to get the best coffee as well, and I would got it at my house. But today we have a very special guest, and I don't want to underrepresent him. Okay. You know what I mean? Like sometimes, like I try to write notes about guests, and I fuck it up because I don't I don't give him the full credit. Mm-hmm. So he is a rapper a singer, a producer, and he who released his album last year called Purple Flowers, and he just released an EP on the 26th of April, or the 6th of April? 6th of April. 6th, 6th of, of April, April, so my mistake, uh, which is also fantastic. Available on Spotify and uh, available on a whole bunch of the, other... The YouTube the as YouTube well. The YouTube as well. Please welcome, big round of applause for Mr. Ike Major. Woo! We'll, we'll insert a cheers here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Ike and I have known each other for quite a while, yeah. and I've always been excited about the stuff he does. Like you know, like the, me not being the biggest, you know, I don't know hip hop that much. But when I started to get into it, and I knew he started to record some stuff, mm. had to listen to his stuff, and I could hear all these fantastic things what he was doing on his side there. Very interesting, very lovely. All oh, I man, could hear... Thank you. No, that's all right. So, if you don't know what he sounds like, he, for me, he sounded a cross between Drake, Kanye West and a hint of Frank Ocean. And if Damn. you don't know... Oh. Yo, yo, that's... <laughs> and if you don't know <laughs> who those... I'm not sure if that's a compliment or not. That is a compliment, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. No, so... Maybe because those are the big artists that I know, and that's <laughs> you know what I mean as well. Is it is it just like the main like hip hop artists that you just listen it, to? It, well, look, I do listen to others, but those are definitely uh, like the Drake influence. I could definitely hear. Yeah. Uh, like when we chatted before you came on, you're like, yeah, like Frank a, Frank Ocean's not a hip hop. Uh, he's yeah, sort he's, of in that in between. Yeah, his hip hop is R and B and soul. Okay, mix, so right, cool. Because yeah. I, I just I just know the business side of things. That's all I'm here for. <laughs> the business side of music. <laughs> yeah. Man, this is going to be one weird episode. <laughs> I am out of my depth. Look, my microphone was backwards just before we started, you know. Ah, oh, far out. Well, look, Kieran, as we do with every episode, we start with the rant. Mm-hmm. 
And um, I've been on a rant spree recently. Oh, okay. Because um, I don't know what it is, but everything has been pissing me off lately. Uh, maybe I'm getting old. I don't know what it is. That lovely, that turning, you know, getting older and stuff like that. I know, turning 18 is really hard, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Look at this beard. This is two days of growth. <laughs> but, you know, one of the things that we pride ourselves here at the We Only Do One Take podcast. Mm-hmm. I just want to point out that when yeah. you do turn 16, Turch, <laughs> that hormones start to change. <laughs> so you can get a little bit more grumpy. Oh, look at that. I might even grow a couple of inches taller as well. That'd be really nice. <laughs> But one of the things that, you know, we do here at the one, Only Do One Take podcast is we vet the news that we read mm-hmm. and we make sure it's actually real. We don't, you know, we check all this sort of stuff. So one thing that I'm sure, you know, Ike brought in some news for us today. You've brought in some news for us today and I've obviously brought in some news for, t- news for us today. But one of the things we do is go to lots of news websites, check out the news, read the news, not just like for this show, but obviously for ourselves as well. That's right. I'm starting to get sick of news websites. Really? And it's not for... I'm not telling you the source where I get my news from. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, um... But the reason why I'm getting sick of news websites is because of these sort of things. So you get onto a news website, you see an article, it's always a clickbaity sort of article, and that's the first strike. I'm like, okay, it's clickbaity. Look, I've got to read it anyway. Mm-hmm. And then it comes up. Before you even see the headline, mm-hmm. we see that you are using an ad block. Please, while on our site, please unlist that on your ad block to see some of our content. That's, that's a big strike for me. Has that ever happened to you? Yeah, I've heard that before. I I don't use it. What's an ad block? So, like, you don't use ad block? No. How do you get an ad block? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) You want to explain (laughs) that one? (laughs) (laughs) So, like, on your Google Chrome or your Safari and stuff like that, you can download add-ons. Yeah. I just sort of skip around the ads. Yeah, well, my attention doesn't go anywhere near the ads because I know they're ads. I just sort of follow the trail around the ads. Well, you can actually get software that, like, Stops the ads from showing up. Ah, how much did you pay for that? Software? Free. No, it's, it's free. It's absolutely free. It's free. Yeah, there's ad block. There's it's ad an extension, block. right? Like, yeah, it's an yeah, extension it's on your. Why are they not charging for it? It's it's because nice people are lovely. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just. That's all right. So that's the first thing that comes up, and then you see something else. Like you close that one down. That's all right. You think okay, one thing's not too bad. Then you open, and then you see another one. Please accept our cookies on our site. Okay, that's annoying because that's going to... Which is blatant fault advertising because they never provide cookies. <laughs> <laughs> well, that and they can help read your, all your data because that means they can go through some of your other stuff. Mm-hmm. So, no, I don't want to do that. And then, last one. Hey, you're using an ad blocker. Did you know you can just donate $5 to our site and you'll never have to see ad blocks again? You never have to see advertisements again and you won't have to use ad blocks? That's when it starts to get fucking annoying she's like no i'm not going to donate any money to your site you're already making money off advertisements which you're not seeing which i'm not yeah. seeing because i don't want to therefore they're not money. making any money that's off their problem church. i don't care and then the final thing happens an unskippable support- unstoppable playable video with loud sounds and an advertisement before the video even starts starts playing that you can't click out of mm-hmm. and then you go you know what? i'll just scroll down the page it'll stop and then it gets shifted mm-hmm. into the bottom left or right hand corner and it still keeps playing and it still fucking goes on. It still plays the advertisement and then the advertisement stops and then suddenly has to load for like 10 seconds 
to get to the actual video that they want you to show want that shows the actual news. But they've actually figured it out. They've actually figured it out because they know the shortest amount of time that they need to play an ad, right? Then they know the maximum amount of time that yeah. no one will continue to watch the video. But just slightly under that maximum amount of time is your I'm really annoyed. Yeah. 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 But they get maximum dollars. I, See, this is why I'm the business CEO person. I understand this. And how's our um our bank balance looking for the We Only Do One Take podcast? It's at in the, the moment? negative. But it's, it's, it's first As two cash years. Flow. First two years, you're always in negative. <laughs> then we'll skyrocket. Then we'll we'll do an IPO launch. Actually, we should do a reverse merger with a Chinese company. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will. I will learn my. Be- I will learn my best Mandarin, and we will get this going. We will get this going. But but you know what I worked out that uh, two plus sites, two equals four. Well, news sites <laughs> these days yes. have become what porn sites were fifteen years ago. Ah. Do, now, do you remember being a young man, like, yeah, I'm going to get on, I'm going to look at that porno, mm-hmm. <laughs> finally do all the, yeah, this and that. And then you get, like, a pop-up. No one's home, because I'm no in the, one's com- home. the computer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the one yeah, computer yeah, in the house. Go, I'm going to, like, cl- clean up, and then, like, you know, suddenly you, you, you click on, like, a Pornhub or something like that, and we love Pornhub here, by the way. We do, we do. We do. Uh, They're uh, sponsors uh, of the show. <laughs> yeah, I and then you click on, and then you, you get like three pop-ups. One's for Viagra. One's for like grow your penis. Mm-hmm. One is for like you know have sex with slutty singles and stuff like that. And it's just like no, close all these down. I just want to watch the video, and the video takes forever to load because they've got an advertisement. And then they say, please unblock your cookies, or don't be in incognito mode, or update your your internet because you've got an older version or your older when, flash or something when, like that. When did you learn about incognito mode? That's when Google Chrome came out. <laughs> that was one of the it's selling the first, points. The first thing that you yeah, did. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. That's how I read the news. Oh. I don't mind when people seeing my porn yeah. what I watch, but what I read in the news that's completely private. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, fair enough. But yeah, news sites these days just to read an article have become what porn sites used to be, like you know, ten years. So ago. basically, what you're saying is they're about twenty years behind the porn industry. I- you know, I think every sort of industry, especially with the digital age that's come through, is always going to be behind the porn industry. I mean, think of video. Video was decided either Betamax or VHS because the porn industry went, gone to VHS. Yeah, that's right. It's the same for DVD over uh, high definition DVD and Blu-ray, sorry. Like, you know, which one's going to and take they've, over? they've chosen virtual reality now. And now they're choosing virtual reality. And the only reason why virtual reality, people still putting money into it, is this... It is, you know, 3D virtual reality porno. That would be... I haven't experienced that yet. Yo, I haven't either. Okay. Okay, yeah, wait, wait. No, no, you can no, go. No. <laughs> um, so I've got the PlayStation one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I haven't used it yet. Oh, hey. So, no, nah, I'm being real. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just... But we'll use it very soon. For sure. Yeah. Um, but I went over to my mate's house and he's got like a... Um, like the Oculus one. Oh yeah, the it's crazy because yeah. it's got like uh, sensors around the whole room. Mm-hmm. So this dude's got like a full room for it, and um, yeah, apparently like it's pretty lit. That's awesome. But so um, I've got to try that sort of stuff out. We've got a friend got, that does that sort of stuff. So. I, I've, I've, <laughs> I've tried the Oculus Rift. Yeah, 
And yeah, I tell I was in a game. I wasn't very good because I wear glasses, but then you put the virtual reality headset on <laughs> and I've got to take my glasses off. So it's yeah. all blurry. <laughs> so I can't really play this game, but I like teleported up onto like this skyscraper and I looked down oh, and then yeah. I felt like I was falling. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was, it's quite, yeah. Yeah. Um, but trying to kill zombies when you just can't see is really hard. Yeah. That's There's great. this one game where it's just like the whole room is pitch black. And then out of like the the way that the distance and and the perception of like um, the depth mm. is, you see him start crawling up to you, like just from pitch black, and all you've got is like two guns and and like minimum ammo, and um, yeah, you scream, man, like oh, yeah. you scream, oh yeah, I I, I hit my mate's wall, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I got I got way too into it, and it, but apparently like it has it should have um. Yeah, the first thing you should do is collaborate, um, collaborate, calibrate it properly. Yeah, because you can start hitting shit and you can knock someone out. See, no, no, no. If you knock someone out, it's not your fault. That's exactly they need to be aware that you are in virtual reality world and to stay the fuck away from you. That's true. But you can also duck someone while they're doing virtual reality. Oh yeah. For sure. uh, have you ever seen those videos of people who are in virtual reality and they have like the TV screen in front of them so you could watch what they see? Yeah, that's yeah. What, that's a, that's how it's and, set and, up. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like you know, you, you just see them do like flailing their arms or falling <laughs> to the ground, and you're just laughing because they're just nothing's really happening to yeah. them. Um, I think we sh- we should find someone that does have that virtual reality stuff and, and t- take some videos of us and put it up on. Got to go to Niles' house. Niles' house. Niles' house. Done. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. But like I said, you know, I can't wait till virtual reality comes. I, you know, I can't wait till Pornhub have their own news site. Because I think it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. I think everything is eventually going to migrate from all these other sites. Like Facebook is going to sh- close down. Like I think I made this made this joke to Jess. But I think it's becoming more and more real the time time goes on. I think like men are going to... Like, you know, I'm sort of sick of Facebook. I, I really don't get Instagram. I think men are going to just go, you know what? They're either going to stay on LinkedIn, because apparently that's the majority of men there. I think they're just going to go, well, look, I'll just I'll just make a Pornhub account or something like that and just migrate there because they know that whatever they post, they're mm. never going to get banned. Mm-hmm. They're never going to get annoyed. They can do whatever jokes that they want. And most of the time, no annoying girl's going to take photos and go, Oh, look at look at me at the beach, and it's a picture of their feet or something like that. <laughs> I, I think eventually, like all these social media is going to go onto porn sites, and I think I think that's the way that's the way forward for us. As, that's as the as future. A, as the society. That's the future. I think we should start. You know what? Yo, Insta- we we Insta- only... Instagram is pretty close. Yeah, like the, <laughs> the stuff that like. You know, all these... That's soft um, porn, really, that Instagram. Is, yeah, pretty soft much. Porn, like... Yeah, I, I need the worst of the worst. Okay, okay. <laughs> I think we're going to go even further. But you know what? I think that we should start that, the We Only Do One Take podcast. Yeah. A combined pornographic mm-hmm. uh, shit posting yeah. social media site. There you go. Let's uh, do it. Let's do it. We've got so many great initiatives here and... <laughs> at the We Only Do One Take podcast. Uh, <laughs> 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 Just got the title right there. Speaking of porn and sex-related things, <clears throat> sex attacker who has no penis duped women into having sex with unknown object for years after lying about having a manhood. Carlos De La Cruz was in a relationship with both women when he pretended to have sex with them by using an unknown implement instead of his willy. 
A sex attacker tricked two of his partners into thinking they were having intercourse despite him not having a penis. Carlos de Lodolopoulos, 35, <laughs> would win both he did women. That again. <laughs> he did that again. Uh, anyway, uh, maybe. Carlos de la Cruz, 35, hoodwinked both women for years by repeatedly... I know that. Stupid article. Anyway. The shocked victims... Hoodwinked. <laughs> the shocked victims were both left in extreme pain, eventually alerted cops when they discovered their lover had been lying to them. Wow. Yo, you know, I, I saw that dip, like... Yeah, I saw that one. And I was just like, how can you not... Obviously, it... he only had sex in the no, dark yeah, with that's both what of he these said. women. So, like... Apparently that dude said, oh, I'm not comfortable in my body, so do you mind if I turn off the lights? <laughs> well, he's not comfortable with his body because he's a bloody Ken doll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, this... Oh. Uh, I was still trying to find out what it was. I don't think they're going to tell you. No. That's a pretty elaborate ruse because that means he could never have sex at his partner's house. I, I, have, to, I have to admit, this is hilarious. One of the police officers is called Miss Cockburn. <laughs> And, and all Get your women- mind out of the gutter, Church. <laughs> and all those women had horrible injuries in that area. Was that right? That was well, Miss Cockburn added that the women suffered thrush following the love-making <laughs> sessions God with Del Cruz. Yes, the couple split in 2016 after the women informed the police in May that year after she had learned Del Cruz had been lying to her and did not have a penis. I, I, that is a fantastic lie to get away with. I know, that is a brilliant lie to get I, away I, with. Like, I can get away with a lot. But I don't think I can get away with that. That is that's that's some real top class bullshitting. <laughs> so this means that the police, in part of their investigation, have to be like, well, we've got to determine whether he's got a penis or no penis, like, or or they've got to send him off to a medical examination. Yeah, I want to know how you know you know, and being government, the person who wrote that wrote that report, wrote the report, the port. <laughs> the port, the port <laughs> filed the report, would have been pages upon pages. To come to that conclusion, he has no penis. <laughs> um, I, I, how many times would you have to know? At like, how many times would you have had to have sex with this man? It must have been pitched like black. It like, must have been pitch 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 black. Because but when you turn it over, man, like, like what? What are they saying? <laughs> I just want to know how many times they had sex with this man, and they went, "Oh, I don't think." Like, how many times did they have to have sex with the man until they realised it wasn't a penis? Yeah. No idea, but a few. It would have to be. <laughs> like, you can't... Just, like, the, like, wouldn't the first time, like, just be like, yeah, that's that's not a penis. Like, I've never had a penis inside me before. <laughs> so I couldn't tell you. But you sort of know what, what things feel like, I'd assume. You would think that they would have probably had a few penises in them. I don't and know. And known that... Well, they both complained that it was painful. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, like I said, top journalism here at the We Only Do One Take Porncast. Porncast, yeah. <laughs> Can we please change our name for this, <laughs> for this episode? I think we've got the name. That's fantastic. Oh, while we have been talking about porn, how about we talk about Ike Major's career? Okay. <laughs> Uh, thanks, Gus. So, tell us about your porn career, Ike. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, I found out about Ike because I've known him for quite a while. We've actually played m- music together a very long time ago, funnily enough. And oh. then the next time I hear about him, he's not doing anything related to um, 
Jazz. Jazz or big band music. He's doing uh, R&B and hip-hop. So let's take it all back. What made you get in, like, I guess, change from, uh, from you know, jazz and big band sort of stuff into hip-hop? Was that love always there or what was the, what was the inspiration to sort of move across? You know, like, it's a... It's a weird story because you know um, High School Musical. Mm-hmm. I, I I legit took a day off to watch that, like <laughs> all day. Okay, so what what year were you in? Um, I can't remember, but I think it must have been year seven, year eight. Okay, year seven, year eight, taking yeah, a day yeah, off, which day is off. legitimate to watch High School That's Musical. Fine. All right, but, yeah. but I just faked a sicky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. normal. Good. Yeah, we've yeah. all done a sicky. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. but yeah. like I committed to it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> um. So I just waited till like everyone was out of the house and just smashed it the whole day. And I, I never really thought that, you know, I'd be interested in, in music and that that kind of, you know, pop music, you know. Because mm-hmm. um, all I've been listening to is pretty much like on radio. And, it's, and um, so what happened was one day I just started writing my own songs, um, self-learned guitar. Yep. So I n- never told anyone because obviously I was playing trumpet at the yep. time. Yep. Um, and um, I started piano actually when I was in in prep. Hmm. Um, so music's always been something that's yeah, been around yeah. the house. You've yeah, had like, instruments around. Did your family play at all? Or yeah, my da- my dad is a, a musical like he is a freak. He loves instruments. Like he's yep. got like 10, 11 guitars. Oh, there you go. Um, you know, a grand piano. Um, <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, he's got um, like a sitar. He's got, um, he even makes his own musical instruments. Oh, wow. Yeah, so like that's mainly because, you know, he showed me music and I guess I was around that, that energy. And and um, with the R&B, I used to listen to a lot of um, like Usher and and Chris Brown. and That's and not like that early, mid-2000s yeah, sort yeah. of early hip-hop. Yeah, it was like early. It was coming on through the radio. So I didn't, I didn't understand it because it wasn't getting radio play that much. Mm. Um, and then um, out of out of just um, curiosity, I, I wanted to learn about um, like poetry and 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 see how that mixes with with sounds and like R and B sounds. So someone at um, at uni told me, um, you know, you, sh- you need to check. Um, the R&B and, and the soul world and, and dive into that more where I was pretty much all high school life was about pop and, and all that. Um, and then I got into R&B and, and, and um, I really enjoy the sound. Mm. Um, I did like hip hop dancing in high mm. school and, and stuff like that. But um, what I really enjoyed was just out of no, I, I can't even explain it. Like one mm. day I was just listening to rap and I'm like, God, let me try this. So I would just go on YouTube and just go, you know, hip hop beats and, and play the beats and just write what I was feeling. And I don't think I had many stories then mm. because I didn't, <laughs> you know, like I may have just had one girlfriend or something. Mm. Um, I may have had just, you know, a few few issues going, going on. But when I went to uni um, and a lot of stuff happened. Yep. And I guess if you listen to my, my stuff, it's all about like, now look at it it's just like either heartbreak or or the passion of music or or family um and that's that's 
how how I got here. That's amazing. Yeah. So, so for, like, for you, it's um, I guess putting yourself out there that you're doing this R and B right, yep. and these stories, is it confronting to put those stories out? Okay, so I can give you a recent example. Yeah, for where sure. you know there's positives and there's negatives. Mm. All right. So, um, I've had like I'm not boasting or anything like that, yeah. but um. I've had people that have found me out as in like family, friends or, or mates um, where they just want to connect with me because of my music and and what I portray in that, I guess, is too real. And um, people just want that to be like, oh, yeah, this guy can sing, this guy can rap. Um, you know, he's just cool and stuff like that. And oh, I, lo- I love your music and I love your voice and stuff like that, which is crazy, but... It's good, obviously, when it comes to that life, you know. Um, but um, I did have um, like a Tinder date, right? And we first started talking like, you know, well, what are your interests? What, what are your plans? What do you do for work and stuff? And and obviously, you know, she went straight to my Facebook and went straight into, oh, who's this... Um, like, your name's Ike, right? And I'm like, yeah. And then she's like, oh, so you actually have like a, you know, like cover name, um, sorry, band, like music musician yeah, yeah. Um, persona. Yeah. And um, she just dived into my music and, and asking shit about all the words that I've been writing um, and all the things that I was talking about where it was just affecting her in a way where she's just like, oh, like, I think you're a player and shit like that. And I'm like, well, that's obviously not me, but... Um, it's I'm, a character that you portray yeah, within it, the music. Yeah, so, like, it, you know, you it's, sort the, of... it's the way I deliver my... Like, everything I say is true. Like, I'm not going to yeah. talk shit, but it's the way that I deliver it. Mm. It just makes me sound different. Um, and that's another reason why I keep my, you know, myself away from the persona, mm. even though I love it. Um, it just doesn't work in this world if you're going to mix it together. But, um, yeah, like, because I put so much in it, like you were asking me, um, where I, I do write um, experiences and, and things like that, I do get people that go, oh, man, you're really hurt, right? You're really hurt. Like, you know. I think a lot of the time, I mean, you know, coming from playing guitar and all that sort of stuff, you play, you know, you play guitar for people, or you play music for people, you show something that you're right. And, you're right, people don't seem to understand that the art form sometimes is the way to express a feeling or an idea that you don't know how to put into words, but it's not exactly how you're feeling, it's just that idea that you have in your mind that you want to express, or you yeah, see something, exactly. you can see something that inspires you, both negatively and positively, or you know, in a sad way, or in a happy way, or in an angry way, and you can put that all through your music, and you can write something, or you can play something, or you can create something or write a bunch of words that relate to that feeling or that emotion or that you know whatever it is that inspiration but it doesn't actually mean it's you know it is part of you it's always going to be because that's you created it yeah but it's almost secondary like that's that persona of yourself being expressed in a positive way in a creative way and that's really important to have when it comes to creating any kind of art and I'm, I'm sure that's, you know, that I think that's what you're sort of getting yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to... <laughs> yeah. 
See, I like music for the passion. Yeah. The passion that that gets. And, and I mean, this is the interesting thing about, about music. You write something, you know, mm. that you, whatever it was, three years ago, that was something that happened three years three ago. Years it's ago. not yeah. necessarily related to, to today. Exactly. But it's still a bloody awesome song. Mm. Um, but you know what? You, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, going into your past and even writing stories about your past, looking back at it retrospectively can sometimes bring out different feelings, different emotions. Mm. And, you know, like I've written stuff that, you know, five, six years ago and only recently I've sort of gone, oh, do I remember how to play that? Yeah. He re-recorded, he re-recorded, it's the same song to a degree, but he recorded it in a different way. Mm. And suddenly it just takes on a, di- a, a different life. You know, and so, I'm sure you come back to lyrics in that sort of regard. Oh, for sure. Like I've got, I've still got lyrics that I wrote in, you know, year eleven. Yeah. That, that how, I've used. How do you know a song's ready? How do you know like this? <laughs> I'm going to release this yeah. track because there's elements of of uh, people I've spoken to perfectionism where it's like really hard to to release it. There's yeah. others where it's like I'm dumping it, and then there's I can okay. So it depends on the person you are if you want what if you want a song that you want to make sure that everyone knows um that you've put your all into it or whether it's just something that you've just you know cooked up quickly and just sent um the first first track of the like of my album i recorded it must have been like 60 times um because i just didn't it didn't like it didn't hear um what, sound like i was gonna say what's in your mind didn't yeah, come yeah. out on, onto the digital like i'm finding it i'm finding it hard to express because mm. <laughs> it's it, it's something that you know you may like it like you know i've i used to send it that that does crazy thing i used to send it to people and be like hey hey guys this is a snippet what do you think and they'll be like yeah it's awesome it's awesome and stuff like that but i'll be like to me it doesn't sound right like i can make it more well, um, friends are always biased as well. No, exactly. Friend, and, uh, I mean, that's one of the things when you ask for feedback from friends. Exactly. I've, yeah. oh, I've got this one mate, though, who will tell me 100% if he likes it or not. He'll tell me it's shit, you know. Yeah. Or he'll tell me you can do it better. It sounds like it sounds rushed or it sounds unfinished. Um, well, where he knows that there have been times where well, I've just recorded something quickly because I'm like... I haven't put too much like um, effort into it. Or, I just wanted to put an idea yeah, down. Yeah, I want to put yeah. an idea down and then just record it on that day. See, to you, is it more important to get the music right for you or is it about the exposure? I feel like what's the point of the exposure if I don't have my music right and it's not yeah. sounding well to me. So like, if I don't, whatever I have, you know, online and everything that's out there like that's going to be there forever Mm. like you Mm. know like my you know well hopefully i have some kids hopefully like i'm like i don't have multiple with different like (laughs) like baby mamas or whatever but you know it's it's there yeah and um i put everything into all the tracks that i've made um where because i'm a perfectionist i guess in a way where i want it sounding right i want even when I do my ad libs, like you guys know what ad libs are, sort of making things up on the spot, kind of sort of stuff, or more of a yeah, it's like um, like it, in in a certain beat, 
if you go, you know, like, yeah, damn. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So pretend to be little little John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> but but not with that, like, that crazy. Yeah. Like, I love, love little John, but like, <laughs> yeah. not that yo, intense. Not, yeah. not that yeah. intense. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going down to the beach to get some fish and chips, yo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the yo is the athlete. <laughs> I, think, I think I can get a feature. <laughs> If we if we combined, it would be like ding 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 ding. You know what's ding, crazy ding, though? Ding. Like I've had people come over. Like we just get we just um yeah. Well, I won't I won't say what we had. But, you get really drunk. Uh, yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Um, We're yeah that, buddy boy. Yeah that's it. Um, you have some uh, that's red was, cordial. Yes. Mm. Um, some yeah. green grass. Um what? Uh, I don't. <laughs> um. Okay. Um so, <laughs> um so you know, I would get people over and we'll just be like I've got to set up at home as well. Um that I'll just record my unfinished um tracks or even if I wake up like um like I sound like cliche, but if I've got an idea in my head, um I just pretty much get out of bed and just record that thought, um, save it in a file. Um more than writing it because I, I know the way that I want to articulate it over a beat or, you know, that that whatever lyric I've written is, is good for the beat. I was going to say, like, you know, having a, a, you know, recording equipment always available, especially to me as, yeah. as a musician. Like, you know, when I wrote the, for example, I wrote the music, like the theme tune for yeah, the song, yeah. for, the, for, the, for the podcast, and that was all done. It's great, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but that was done like really approved by the CEO, <laughs> of course. <laughs> but but that was done like super quick. Like that riff came to me super quick, and sometimes like I just need to record all of that now. Like yeah. there's no, I can't wait until the end of the day, or I can't wait till tomorrow when I can set things up 100 percent properly. I just need to get everything down on in a recording software or down somewhere. And doing it like that actually for me made it sound great because I could feel like the energy of the time period. Like, you know, that point in time, I was excited by this little piece. It, you know, it's 10, 15 seconds long. Yeah. But that, that 10, 15 seconds, I was excited to record every single part of that. And that's something that's really important that you can't really notate down on a piece of paper or in sheet music or, or anything like that. Sometimes the only way, like you said, is just to click the record button and just do it and then sort of work backwards yeah, to work yeah. out how you're going to make that... Like that uh, sound the way you want in your that's, head that, that's the thing like that's the i guess beauty of music is mm. is that you could have the idea and the thought and the lyrics written out and you know the instrument instrumental or you know the the production behind it um have one track that you want to get done quickly um and try it mm. 50 times 60 times but then you might have just one where and this has happened, like where I just write a song um, on the day that I get the production or that I do the production mm. and I'm done. Like I'm, it's probably like one of the best that I've written or one of the best that's I've recorded, mixed and everything. So um, I, I think that I did show you guys, but um, I put my one of my tracks in for like a competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and normally, like before that, I was just rapping and stuff like that. This is like the proper first soul track I've written, mm -hmm. and this was recorded when I went out on like a Friday night, and a few things I guess happened that 
um, you know, I have like feelings for this person and things are not working right and I can't do anything to change it. So I need to put my frustration somewhere. Um, and I just hit that beat and I'm just like, yeah, like I can give you the finer things. I can give you, you know, what you need and, and all that thing was going in my head like in the uber mm. and then um my producer sent me like a, three beats mm. and um i just clicked on the the beat just listened to it and i'm like man i just, feel like i feel like singing like i feel like yeah it just like, synced up yeah yeah i feel like first i sang the hook like mm. in the, like the beginning part and i'm like to me the first time where i'm like that really sounded good the way that you layer the voice on that mm. like that sounded good so legit that, that that track took me probably um 35 minutes yeah see like it's that inspiration of of the time yeah that you just time, need to all get it out it's a time experience the the whole the whole like from the process of not even thinking about mm. recording to finishing with a track that you're just like it's like pretty much one of the best tracks i've written or the best tracks that i've freestyled mm. um because it comes from pure feeling mm. and people can hear that mm. and uh, i can hear it like i still listen to it when i do try and um send it to people and, and things like that and i don't like it when people play it mm. like because it's got that that memory of it <laughs> Mm. To me. So, when you're in front of a crowd... Yeah. Right. How shit scared are you? From zero to a million. Uh, if I'm being honest... Yeah. If it's people that I don't know... Yeah. I'm fine. Okay. Um, so, you can get up there and just do it. Yeah, I yeah. can do that. But if it's people there that I know, I have an issue with. That's why we haven't been invited to any of the shows. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but for real, like, when I do release my next... Um, my next project I am going to be hosting a party yeah, and right. you guys will definitely be involved oh, we'll be there absolutely absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. no but I, I, I'm absolutely the same when I'm in front of people giving a talk yeah and I don't know them it, it's like minimal preparation walk ready in to there, rock and roll walk in with confidence deliver right as soon as as soon as I've got people that I know yeah. and it's like I need to have this script down pat yeah. I need to like I need I've, to know every single word that exactly, I'm saying yeah. and the order, and this has to be practiced a hundred million times. I feel like I need to bring something more to it, like <laughs> when because I guess the first time I did it in front of people that obviously like I I, I know and and um, always supported me is that they you know here and there they've heard me live, mm. but in a proper setting, um, and they're all cheering me on and saying things before. Oh, I can't wait you know, to hear you mm. or, um, you know, I can't, like, it's going to be great. Like, you'll be fine and all that. And I'm just like, like, what was the first line? <laughs> what was, like, what was the first verse? Like, what is the first verse? Because it comes down to that. Like, if I get the timing wrong on the first verse, I'm gone. Yeah. And I don't want to let everyone down and I'm having a good time and I, I want to get this right. Do you, do you know what part of I reckon it is, though? The people that you know that come along, right? They're not necessarily your like ideal person that you're performing for. They're they're not like that ideal 
yeah, I'm up here for these people, but yeah, you yeah. know me and you might not actually necessarily like what I'm doing or mm. get what I'm doing. And you're going to, they're probably going to be very judgmental because mm. yeah. they might not just get it. Whereas you got, yeah, like your other people are like, uh, they're here, they're here to listen to R&B. They're here to listen mm. to yeah, the yeah. tunes and they, you, you know what I mean? They're here to have a great time. But yeah, grandma's at the back and you're like, hi, grandma. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, back you know, in my you, day there was yeah. a violin and a Yo, shout, shout out to my nanny. Um, <laughs> she loves my music. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, she she I, she doesn't care if I curse on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, my dad doesn't care, but my mom does. Yeah. But she's like, I told her like, you know, like if you stomp your foot on the ground, like don't you yell off. Oh, or yeah. something like that <laughs> you can say fuck you yeah, yeah that's all good if, <laughs> if, if i'm angry with a certain emotion yeah i'm gonna say it yeah like, see i people who who don't like the word fuck it's a very it's a it's a word that's got so many uses uh, and context to be used and i think it's got its place it's 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 a it's a nice casual swear word yes and uh, i think that's what i love about it the most i i enjoy saying fuck yeah, um, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuck. Uh, yeah. uh, and it's got so many contexts, and I love it. And I don't understand why so many people. I think it's just a historical thing where people are just like, "Oh, but it's always been yeah, like that. Yeah. We can't say it." Uh, time and place. If everyone, if I yeah. said it all the time, you know, we might be called. I, so we only my... do one fucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like my. Oh, I think cast. I feel like I'm zinging it tonight, <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> I'm just here talking to my good musician friend here. You're just pulling out the zingers. It's like, oh, this is a very rare occasion. <laughs> and I'm going to enjoy this moment. You better. You better. And I don't have anyone else shutting me down. <laughs> so it's great. Next episode, we'll bring Alice in. <laughs> so what can we expect next? You said you get some more projects in the work, uh, uh, coming up and yeah, hopefully so, some more live performances and stuff like that. Yeah, so I'm working on getting new, um, a few new... Um, gigs and performances yep. and and um and what's the hip i mean you know i'm used to the rock scene and stuff like that what's the hip-hop scene like in in it, melbourne um there's a few things um there are underground um like performances yep. there's obviously you know busking and, and things like that um on like uh you know collins street and yep. stuff like that um i've had a look at um getting like a license um sorry permit for it um ridiculous <laughs> yeah libertarian <laughs> bus wherever the fuck you want people <laughs> um now 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 there's our noise complaints and you you know then go fuck themselves <laughs> <laughs> don't live in the city yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly um and um i've actually got probably one two three four four tracks already done oh wow for, for the next album that's um, gonna be a full lp release not, a, not an ep because ep came out what it like said in april yeah, uh, and those, well, are, those are more of like the, I think the a story, birthday sort of. Yeah, the yeah. story. The story about that one was um, uh, I wanted to just drop one song, um, and it was called um, "Homie in the Sky." Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, and so just re- like recently, well, <laughs> a few few years back, um, or not few, like a year and a half back, um, like I've I've had like a mate who's just dealt with like a lot of um lot of issues with um i guess um like suicidal thoughts and things like that and um i just wanted to be like 
just release yeah release some yeah stuff, yeah re- song to re- release something um you know heartfelt out and then i felt like you know what i feel like i need to put more energy into it um and just um release an ep yeah um and that didn't take me long to make um obviously home in the sky did and it, and it was hard to, to make that one um but yeah, I, I just felt like 20, turning 25 on April 6th, um, having, a, um, having a song called, um, or, or even a line saying, I turned 25, um, like I'm glad to be alive or, you know, and, mm. and I'm alive. Um, sort of play on that um, and, and have it like five tracks because I just felt like that was a nice sort of, I guess, um, just number. For it and a good way to express all the stuff, yeah, that you yeah, had yeah, yeah. And, stuff like that. and I don't think that, um, uh, I don't know like how it turned out, but um, I know people did listen to it, but it didn't have the same impact, obviously, as the album, and it sort of was sort of overlooked a bit. Um, I think in regards to that, um, and I understand, sort of stand, I actually quite liked the EP because I think it was like a short burst of, of feelings when it all came out. I think the uh, it wasn't as poppy. Yeah. As as the album, like you know, like I think there was a, a song on the album. I can't remember the song's name, but the, with the female vocalist, that was really, really overly poppy. And just looking at some of the stats on Spotify, that yeah, was yeah. one of the ones that, and obviously yeah. the single you released um, had lots of lots of hits. But in, in, you know, yeah, uh, I guess the the EP was far more melancholy yeah, in yeah, nature. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I I thought the lyricism on that was um, some of your better work. Appreciate that. You know, yeah. Um, but I think in this sort of in the pop sense, I can understand why people were sort of like the album yeah, a lot more. Yeah, I, I understand that part. It's going to be a bell curve. Yeah. It's going to be a bell yeah, curve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one band. Oh, it's just stats, stats man. <laughs> and I won't. Um, it will be a bell curve, right? You'll tell me where the top is, yeah? Yeah, yeah. There will be people listening all that kind of stuff. It's the same with the amount of people listen to our shows. It's, yeah. a, bell, it's a bell curve. Um, but to me, there's one band. There's one band that I see. They don't actually do many like. They do probably like three or four four gigs a year mm-hmm. in Melbourne mm-hmm. and I love going there and then of those three or four gigs probably once maybe twice if I'm lucky they'll play the song that I fucking love yeah right and other people may or may not like it but you know what like that when they play it live and I'm there I just go into another world yeah yeah and I'm like you know what? I couldn't give a shit if any any of everyone else in this place hated that song oh, like yeah. you're connecting with me right now that's the best, and, and I feel like I'm in. Spa- I don't. It's really hard to describe. Like yeah. I, I am just. Yo, when I when I um when I saw Drake for the first time, um, I dropped my phone, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. like this is this ain't like you know, like um, it was it was so surreal to me because I used to like break rules at, at home watching Degrassi, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I used to break like because you you know obviously you couldn't see it and. Now looking at it, I was like, whoa, like I saw the first episode like the other day. I'm just like, yo, I didn't realize how deep that was. Um, yeah. The first episode was, was like, I don't even know how that was on ABC. <laughs> um, but anyway. Um, and Probably then I, your labor government. Oh, I was going <laughs> to say, yeah. now with the budget cuts. <laughs> <laughs> Had to put that in there. Um, um, and, you know, Drake used to pretty much just have a mic. And just write raps, and he used to have. Um, do you remember the MySpace? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he used to have a MySpace account, um, and um, he used to release his like songs on their mixtapes. Hang on and- a second, you say that as if 
we didn't have a MySpace account. I know we're not that old, mate. <laughs> I had a MySpace. Account. I didn't, I, I didn't Did you have a, a MySpace account, Church? <laughs> I, I reckon. I reckon it still might be up. Yo, I don't I even think they delete those. Things. I, mine's not deleted. Did you have a MySpace account? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, All right. Oh, okay. Wow. So there's. <laughs> Look there's, at the young yeah, guy yeah. here. Oh, the youngin. <laughs> I remember dial-up, buddy boy. <laughs> No, I remember there's only like well. a year or two between, but <laughs> that's enough to differentiate. Yo, I, I, I remember space era versus not. I remember dialogue. I'll be yeah. like, "Yo, hey, no one needs to use the phone, yeah." Plug, 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 plug. Need to get on that Pornhub that yeah. I'm talking yeah. about here, yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, yeah, and you used to release like mixtapes and stuff, and I used to download it, and then um, I don't know, maybe I'm petty, I don't know, but you know when people like start. You, like you want to see your favorite artists grow, right? Yeah. Like you want to see them do well, but then you just at shows and you're just like, man, this like this person just like he, knows he, one song, yeah, and pretends like, yeah. oh yeah, like you know, like you know, I'm I'm Drake's I'm biggest yeah. fan. Yeah. I'm like, get the fuck out! Like I was here from the beginning, like you know, I'm exactly like that when Ruckus plays, right? yeah, and they do country and western, and. <laughs> <laughs> The amount of people are there singing songs that they don't know. Their cover of one of the Dixie Chick songs, amazing. There you go. <laughs> Kieran will be singing a Dixie Chick song next episode. <laughs> I don't know any Dixie Chick songs. Apart from that cover, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. No, I felt the same thing. Um, I was always a big Santana fan growing up, and that sort of made my transition from classical guitar into modern and seeing him for the first time, like, you know, um, I actually went with my whole family and my dad was a big Santana fan, mum and my brother not so much. But I just remember telling my mum to be quiet. <laughs> I was like, I need to listen to all of this. Yeah. Because it was just, it's one of those things that just inspires you to keep playing and do more music and, and all that sort of stuff. Who, so, so who else are your musical heroes or who do you want? I've got, I've got um, like my top five. Yeah. Yeah. My top five, number one is J. Cole. Yeah. Number two is Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, um, number three is J-Rock. Yeah. Um, and number four is um, Black Thought. Uh-huh. So he's the rapper from The Roots. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, And five is probably... I would have to put... Dr. T. Yeah, Dr. T. Dr. <laughs> T, yeah. Um, I referred to myself there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought me, maybe. Dr. Yeah. Surge. <laughs> um, obviously, obviously, Big E yep. um, was... Like, obviously, he's not even part of the conversation. Like, he's, mm. he's someone that like, I've listened to for a long time um, because he was the first rapper to actually rap on R&B beats. Yeah. And sort of that turning of yeah. tides within the pop. From yeah, yeah. So everyone thinks, you know, there's. All, I feel like there's always like a fight over who started this rapping and singing thing. You know, there's always like a conversation between, like, about it. Who who started it? I'm like, well, when rap was out, when hip hop was out, like, it came from blues, right? Mm. It it's always been there. It's just more like I guess more people want to play with it again, and and that's what I'm I'm doing. But I'm obviously, I have a s- different sound where I like to mix soul to it. Mm. I like to mix, um, you know, R&B. Sometimes, I, you know, I'll go straight up like rap. Mm. Um, 
So, yeah, uh, yeah. Do you, do you have any mentors? Like, do you do you, do you connect in the world of going like, uh, hey, you you're like ahead of me. You've got like bigger crowds. Because comedians, like new comedians that enter the scene, generally find their way and get partnered with um, another, like another comedian. Like a bigger comedian. A bigger so comedian can, that they can... do the support act thing. Same as rock bands and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and, and can aspire to yeah. or get coaching or anything like that. Is, is that happening in the R&B scene? Uh, at the moment, um, it's... Okay, we're talking about Australia here. Yeah. Um, do you know any Australian rappers? No. Oh, what's that? Uh, the one that did uh, that uh, song about sweaters. 360? Oh, Cosby. Yeah. yeah Cosby oh, yeah, there's 360. Yeah, they're rappers, aren't they? Hilltop Hoods or whatever. Yeah, Hilltop yeah, Hoods, so another one. So uh, the guys that did from New Zealand. Did you know, did you know Hilltop Hoods in JV Hi-Fi is classified under skip hop, not hip hop? Right. Oh, the skippity, skippity, yeah. skippity hop. So, how, how patriotic. So to answer <laughs> to answer that question, no. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, I do look up to a, a dude from Sydney. Mm. His name's B Wise. Um, I actually saw him. At, so, like a pretty cool story actually. Like, do you know Chance the rapper? Yeah. yeah. So I met Chance. Nice. Um, and yeah, like you know, we talked for a bit, and we've got a photo together. Um, which was like crazy to me. And then um, B Wise was um, a dude that I, I remember seeing his face somewhere, but I just didn't know where I saw it. Um, and I remember a song. He's got this like sweet song. It's called 21 Questions. Um, oh, hopefully I'm not saying that wrong. See that 20 or 21. 21 obviously was 50 Cent, but um, yeah. And um, he killed that stage. Um, and he just performed at Splendor in the grass. Yeah. And he had a huge, like, turnout. And he was shocked that he had a huge turnout. But um, he's, something, he's someone that I look up to. Yeah. And um, I've got a list, actually, of all the rec- recording labels in Australia that I want to send my music. I just don't feel like I've got the, the right one yet. Right. No, but you send them... You send them to, like, you don't send them to the... This idea, man, over here. (laughs) No, but you don't send them to the one that you want. Yeah, exactly. You've got to send with... You've you've always got to start with... And it's the same for anyone who's going for a job interview, right? Start with the people who... You don't give a shit about whether you get in or not. Yeah, like, I'm 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 not trying to go for, like, the Sonys or the Universals or anything like that. I'm I'm going for, like, you know, someone who's... You know, like a you want to be rejected, and then you want to turn around later, and you know what? Like in whatever, however long it's turn oh, around I've, and go. I've, I've Fuck you! You didn't accept me. These guys did. You missed your opportunity. I've done that yeah. twice. Yeah. Oh, do you want me to tell you a cool story? Fucking yeah, do it. Yeah, All right, yeah. I'll tell you a cool story. I love it when we stick it to the man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, I guess there's one mini story first. Um, I had a producer, right? Um, and he was more of a, you know, like. I guess, um, like an older fella, right? Um, but he loved hip-hop. Like, you mm-hmm. could tell his passion was hip-hop. Mm. This dude was living, like, in, like, a warehouse. Um, and he his half of the warehouse he was living in, the other half was, like, a hip-hop studio. Right. That's how dedicated he was to it. 
and um, dude had talent for sure. Um, but it was like a trap scene, mm-hmm. and I did a few songs with him, um, with the produ- with productions and things like that, and um, it was sort of on the day recording. Mm. You know, like I didn't have time to prep, I didn't have time to um, memorize it, I didn't have time to go back and review. So internalize all the music, yeah, yeah, and all yeah. understand what was, yeah, yeah. Meant, what was needed. And- exactly. And um, so what I did was, um, I'm just like, you know what, like, I'll, g- I'll give him like maybe one more, t- one more, one more track. Um, and, you know, um, dude was like, oh, I need to get my, I got my laptop broken. I need, I need, um, I need you to like drive me there and, and come back. Like, so I'm like, okay, I'll do that. Um, and then stuff like that, like, just, um, I could see that maybe, because he wasn't paying me for the views I was getting. Like, I was getting, like, 2,000 views. Yeah, right, okay. Um, And I didn't get paid for it. Like, obviously, the expenses and things like that were paid for, but I didn't get paid for it. So, I'm just like, well, I've got other people that are messaging me from, you know, like, the States um, to be like, Here, here's some beats for you, and we'll give you commission. Hmm. Um, we'll give you uh, sorry royalties and stuff like that and I'm like okay so I asked him he's like oh no nah, like you know that that was a great even though it was nothing great so I'm like you know what um, I'm not going to turn up um, and then when I met Chance and I had a couple of songs that I recorded myself um, yeah he was calling yeah he was calling <laughs> yeah. and um, that must have been a good feeling oh for sure man and this is not even like like like, if I didn't take that step, right, I'll be still doing trash beats. Mm. Yeah. So I needed to do that. Next, the other story is probably like one of the best days of my life. Yeah. And I think like you've got to see in the photo. But um, I've got this producer that we, you know, mad love, everything, crazy, um, talented dude. Um, but he, he did a few things where... Um, it, you know, this is all settled now. It's fine. Um, it's more than fine. But um, I wrote this full song, right? Lyrics were like out of this world for me, like mm. thinking about it, how good it was to me. I needed to record this shit right now on that beat. And he gave me this beat and it had like a hook on it. Um, beat was like, it was like poppy. Yeah. But I knew this, this everyone would like just go crazy over recorded I send it over he's like oh sorry bro um I, I sold it I sold the beat rights to someone and I'm like okay so what does that mean he's like oh that's exclusive like you can't use it I'm like okay cool I just spent like a week writing it um recorded it it's probably like one of the best things right anyway um, I'm like, fuck, like, this was probably like one of the worst feelings I've had. Um, I put so much into it. Like, it's so hard to exp- explain. Anyway, so I'm just like, okay, you know what? This is like the second time that you've sort of done this. Um, I don't want to work with you anymore. Like, it was great working with you, but I'm not going to work with you anymore. I rock up to the Kendrick concert, Right. Kendrick Lamar. There. Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> I was about to say that. Kendrick yes. Lamar. Kendrick Lamar's concert. I know that name. Yes. It is quite popular. 
Um, on the audio waves. Audio waves. Yeah. I'm in the GA. I'm in the GA section, right? Waiting. That's uh, General Assembly. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it, man. The best. <laughs> the best seats in the well, not seats, but <laughs> um, and that's standing room. Standing room <laughs> in GA. Yeah. Um, and this bodyguard, like this, this bodyguard sort of like security went up to me, and just like, yo, um. They were going through, and and I think they picked like two people or three people from that line, and just like, um, you know, you need to see me in five minutes. I'm like, fuck, like what's going on? Oh, you're fucked. Yeah, I'm fucked. Yeah, you he, he, he only fucked. beat up three people. I mean, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, <laughs> yeah, legit. And he's just like, um, we need to beat someone up. We need to show the crowd that we're not, <laughs> exactly. we're not fucking around. Exactly. You know, Try to gonna... get your ticket refunded. It's exactly. fine. Exactly. He we'll goes... pay your hospital bill. Yada yada yada. <laughs> but it's it's business. Don't yeah. take it personally. Exactly. And um, he's just like, yo, you know, you need to come with us and stuff. And and like, I'm super hyped. Like, I've got I've got like the Black Panther thing on. Um, so if you don't know Kendrick Lamar he, he pretty much like um, put the Black Panther soundtrack together hmm. that's Black um, Panther I did have done a movie review on that on that film I think yeah. you did I can't yeah. remember what episode uh, got, I think it got two stars oh, this is not a leg room <laughs> okay leg room was fine a, if I recall he's got a very odd way of reviewing. it was it was I ordered a hot dog and they right. didn't you're reviewing the experience in the cinema yeah that's the cinema's problem man <laughs> No, don't tell no, him that. No. <laughs> it's funny if okay, you. Okay, wait, wait. Let, let me let me finish the story. <laughs> Cause like, yeah, you gone bust. Um, <laughs> if I had known, <laughs> whoever the singer is, Lamar, Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar. Lamar, they yes. might have bumped it up half a star. Oh, there you go. <laughs> might have. Okay. Um, and yeah, so he pulls me, he pulls me in, and goes, "Listen, five minutes, come and see me. Um, you know, I need to talk to you." And I'm like, "Okay." Like, why is my name crossed out? I'm thinking I bought like a like a fake one. Yeah. Um, and he's like, "Yo, um, your ticket, it's pretty um. It, you know, it's it's not legit." I'm like, "What? Like I bought it from ticket ticket?" ticket. Yeah. He's like, "It's not legit, man." And like, because I was like, I was a bit tipsy because I had some pre drinks, and I'm like, "Um, okay, what are you telling me right now?" And he's like, yeah, um, you're sorry, sorry, mate, your ticket is, um, it's not legit. And I'm like, okay, is this because of, there's so many scalpers that took the first show, right? Yeah. So the second show, um, yeah, I got from Ticket Day and, and I'm like, okay, that's crazy. He's just like, yeah, um, I just need to wait, like wait here. And then he's like, come with me. I'm like, okay, whatever. So this is the part where you're about to get built up. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, um, and down the back alley exactly we go into Laura La- Rod Laver yeah um, and then he takes like he takes me down to this elevator oh no shit yeah probably I, smells of piss exactly and, and all that terrible stuff that exactly, goes on exactly yeah the yep. elevator goes down I walk out and I'm just like fuck this is a room like it, it's pretty much like where the car park is mm-hmm. like underground car park and in this room and, and like I'm hearing like R&B hip hop Music come like blasting, and you're thinking, oh no, they've captured more of these R and B people. <laughs> exactly. They're going to sacrifice them all. Is that, is that That's how they, Kendrick Kendrick might get his spirit from other artists. He just sucks it all in. <laughs> need to get rid of all the competition. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, I'm walking, I'm walking, and um, I'm walking, and 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 I see that um, 
there's just a, a room which is sort of divided. And anyway, so I'm walking that way and they're like... So they're segregating females and males. No, it's just like me and me and like a couple of other Him other and people. everyone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got yeah. It. And they're like, take... And they're like, take out your your phone take out your wallet take out anything on your person i have my hat on and they're like oh, take, let me take away your gun and your knife yeah exactly yep. yeah yep. yeah um my strap on and shit um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um it was him that was fucking those women <laughs> with a random item <laughs> um yeah, yeah but um anyway so i'm walking and um i walk around the corner and, and so this room has like you, you know when it's like two rooms, but it's connected with like a massive door, door yeah. and it, it looked like there was a door there, but it was just a bit open. Anyway, this huge Irish dude comes up and puts his hand on my shoulder and he's just like, yo, be a respectful man. Like, I know you will be and stuff like that, but you know, I've got to say this to you. I'm like, what? I don't know what's going on. Anyway, I walk there. I walk above and there's Kendrick Lamar sitting on the couch. There you go. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I put my hands in the air. I'm like, no, I can't do this shit. Like, I can't. And he's, and he's just like, yeah, what's going on? And and the first thing I say is, what's up, man? Yeah. Keep it ch- real chill. Fucking real. idiot. <laughs> I'm, that is an A-plus response right there. <laughs> exactly. 10 I'm, out of 10. Yeah, you come Did I say A-plus? That is a 10 out of 10 response. <laughs> yeah, and um, I just... I, I, I just high distinction response <laughs> exactly, exactly, and I just said, "I'm like, you know, what, what's up?" And so it's just like, just dab me, you know, like, um, like knuckle hit, and he's just like, "Yo, just keep doing what you're doing," and and um, he just told me like these three things. He's just like, I told him like, "You, you're massive, like inspiration to me. Like I know you probably get that a lot, but like I'm, I'm real, and I, I'm like I, I want this shit like really bad." And um, I had his, his like, um, Nike Cortezes on, like his signature ones. And he, and I'm like, do you like these? He's like, yeah. And he full, like, you know, like, sort of, like, brushed the side of it. I'm just like, I think I might just take this off and not even go to concert. <laughs> Done. <laughs> like, you just, yeah, just go home. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so, like, we, we took a photo. Um, and he just told me, man, he just told me, he's just like, bro, um, you know, speak your truth. Um, um, just you know, be be loyal. Just do everything that you want to. Um, yo, I'm getting like a bit. I need, I need, I need to show you what what he actually said. I, f- I full wrote it down on my phone as soon as we we talked. Um, after it. Um, Imagine meeting your idol like that. Like I, I, you know, I would love to meet. Like I've had the opportunity, like to like take a photo with like Omar Rodriguez Lopez from the Mars Volta and at the drive-in and stuff like that. Mm. I've had the opportunity, like you know, to play with some with, with some people that I love, or yeah. you know, have a masterclass with some with some really famous guitarists, and you know, just to have ask a question to them and get this like this close to them. I can't imagine like sitting in the same on the same couch with someone just that you respect so much, and then yeah. getting individualized. Words of wisdom. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, Church, you get individualized words of wisdom from me like every other day. (laughs) Are you not honored to be opposite me? Let me let me let me get the last words of wisdom that you sent to me. (laughs) I'll be there about seven four hundred and fifty-five. Yeah, that was ish. (laughs) 
<laughs> so what did Kendrick Lamar, uh, like, what wisdom did he... He just said, um, I told him, like, I told him what, what I would say to someone that doesn't understand, um, like, a hip-hop artist in, in Australia, right? Mm. I said, listen, how do I show everyone or get people to listen or get people to at least, you know, have a year out for a country and for like a culture where it's not as popular or it's not as, I guess, um, it's not, the, the, the it's not promoted, yeah, it's yeah. Not promoted mm-hmm. as much. And he's just like, yeah, it's a tough one. But he just said, you know, don't wait, you know, don't wait. Um, don't lose focus, speak your truth and they'll listen. And I'm just like, and, and the way that Kendrick said it though, like, yeah, I'm just like, yo, that's, um, that's it. Yeah, that's it. And like, you know, like the, um, and that's the photo, man. Like bloody beautiful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, I didn't understand, I didn't know that he did like, so he, I guess, uh, um, I wasn't that like really hurt, but obviously, um, I didn't know he was doing meet and greets though. Yeah. Um, but I had a f- proper conversation, obviously, mm. and that's something that I'll never forget. Obviously, oh. so that that this does is cool the thing, story. right? You shouldn't wait on other people. No, and other people will bring you down. Yeah, exactly. If you, you and and it, you've, for me, I don't know. My biggest learning experience, anyway, is when I'm shitting myself. Fucking do it, and that's like the biggest. <laughs> <laughs> Alright I'm shitting myself And I thought you were on the toilet For that's some reason <laughs> no, but, but Wait when, wait That's that's what you're talking about right? Yeah absolutely yeah. When I'm about to shit myself <laughs> Fucking do it um, It's the healthiest way man uh, When you're scared clean. shitless When you're scared shitless Just bloody do it Because that's, that's when the best th- I reckon that's when the best things happen Yeah And when you throw yourself out there You just go Take because, all those opportunities exactly, that Because come. like You it's it's one of those things where it's like you either do it or you don't. But I think if you do it, you have a chance of you know either yes or no, right? You don't even get those options if you don't. Yeah, it's so, that, I, the only things that I regret are the opportunities that I didn't uh, didn't you know, try try to do. You know, you sort of you know, yeah, I should have. I should, you know, I didn't. Like I had the opportunity, you know, yeah. that I should have, I should have done this. You don't regret the stuff that you've done, you know. I think it's like well, the whole thing. It's a lot easier to um, ask for forgiveness than for ask to than to ask for permission. Oh yeah, I I always go for the ask you know, for forgiveness. That's right. You just go. Yeah, yeah. sorry, I stuck <laughs> that, that, is, that one out. Yeah, yeah, Fuck yeah, it. Yeah. Can know? I say though, because I'm now working in a corporate center with all these corporate people, um, <laughs> which is fucking hilarious <laughs> as well. Cause, oh, coffee. Because <laughs> I'm just like. What the f- what? I, I don't understand it. Anyway, um, they shouldn't really put startups in front of like people who actually want to get shit done. No. <laughs> no. I mean, we want to get shit done too, but we also like to drink. Mm. Not going to lie, two o'clock on a Friday, it's beer o'clock. It's beer o'clock, Absol- yeah. Absolutely. Uh, where was I going with this? I don't know. But you know what, Kieran? Do you have an article for us? I was going to say, I think <laughs> we're going to thank Ike. That was amazing. There's so much in there for everyone to enjoy. We will be getting a small performance by him at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, it's time to play everyone's favourite game on this Ooh. show, which is High Drunk or Sober Now. We've got a special guest here. 
Kieran, it's you versus Ike. Okay. Now, Ike, okay. this is a very simple game. Okay. I read a couple of headlines and a yep. bit of a blurb about an article. Okay. And you guys have to decide, battling it out, yeah, yeah. if this person was high, drunk, or sober. High, drunk, or sober. Okay. It's pretty easy. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty okay. fun. Let's all enjoy it. The first article is, man arrested after smearing human poop on supermarket food. A Florida man is currently facing charges after smearing human poop on food in a supermarket. He was charged with petty theft and criminal mischief after he smeared human poop on food in the family dollar. It was unclear of the origin of said poop, whether it was Pierce's, who was the gentleman, or it belonged to another man. And the arresting officer didn't bother to ask that question. Was this man high, drunk, or sober? Do you want to start us off, Kieran? I'm going to say uh, drunk. He was drunk. Ike, what do you think? Bro, his name's Pierce. He was definitely sober. He was definitely sober. I'm sorry, everyone. He was high. Oh. <laughs> oh, wait. You actually know these things. Yeah, yeah I actually oh, know. I we are just playing like, which is... Oh, okay, no, cool. No, I know. I know the answer. All right, to the next one. So, both on zero points. Florida man partial, uh, attacks partially blind person in minion costume. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like uh, Guru might have some capi- uh, some competition for most despicable. The Steve Carell voice supervillain was known for hanging around the millions in the Universal Despicable Me film franchise. The police uh, can't say the same for the Florida man accused of attacking a partially blind man in a minion costume on the Daytona Beach sidewalk on Sunday night. Officers say Ryan, who was 25 years old, uh, got rough with the, with the victim who was standing in a costume promoting a nearby shop. Was this gentleman who beat up the partially blind person in a minion costume dry, uh, high, drunk or sober? Uh, I'm going to go with drunk. He's going to go drunk? Ike? I, think, I think he was sober. He yeah. was sober and now he's the winner here. One point to Ike. He's, oh, was the well man done. was sober. Last one, Kieran. Can you bring her back? Let's have a go here. <laughs> Tough competition. Tough yeah, yeah. competition. Uh, Florida man calls 911 to ask for a ride home. According to the county sheriff's office <laughs> arrest report, on July 1st, the 27-year-old free sport man called the 911 emergency service on three separate occasions requesting a ride home. Dispatchers told the man to call the non-emergency line if he needed <laughs> assistance, but the man began cursing and became belligerent, That's according really- to the report. Was this gentleman high, drunk, or sober? He was high. He was Locking high. high. Locking high. What Wait, there's a there's a non emergency assistant line yeah, to, get, to get a lift home. <laughs> yeah, it's called a cab. <laughs> Yo, is it like a free Uber? Yeah. Like, he's just doing that. So like, I need to go home. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to pay. I'll just go home. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, Kieran, uh, you have said the gentleman was high. Ike, what do you reckon? I reckon he was high. He was high, and he was at one point apiece, but that means Ike, our guest today, is the winner, and our defending champion will have to come back next episode <laughs> to defend his title. Kieran, you're not doing too well with these anymore. Uh, yeah, but that was the bonus round. That was the bonus that round. Was the bonus round that was the bonus round. You did very and well. As the co-founder and CEO, <laughs> I get triple points. And he will be back next episode. <laughs> Kieran, do you have another article? Or do I, Ike, do oh, you yeah, have an article Ike for have us? an article? I do. Well, I've got I've got a few actually. Oh well, um, choose one that you like the most, or we can do a rant. We're, we're, okay. we're nice and open for you here. All right. Um, now you guys like, do you know like the Kardashians? Oh, <laughs> do I know the Kardashians? I've well, seen that porno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> also related to the Mike OJ case. 
Where did that come from? <laughs> Get rid of the mic, the OJ. <laughs> I'll just shut up. <laughs> um, if the yeah. glove, <laughs> the glove does not fit, you <laughs> must acquit. Chewbacca does not live <laughs> on Andor. He's okay. using the Chewbacca defense. <laughs> oh no. Um, so what's happened in the world of the Kardashians? Over so there? like you know, um, Kylie, Kylie Jenner, like the the youngest of the twins. Oh well, uh, yeah, well, I'm vaguely. not sure. Oh, she, she's the honest, one. She's but, not the supermodel one. She's the one that haven't. Is she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. the supermodel one. Not, not the supermodel one. Right. Um. So like, she she does like cosmetics, um, yep. like brand brands and stuff. She she made like stacks of money. Yeah. And um, so people are actually like the fans. She hasn't become a billionaire yet. So her fans have set up oh. a GoFundMe page to donate money to someone who's already got hella money. To reach I, to be a billionaire, yeah. Okay. The millionaires don't have a satisfactory life. <laughs> yeah, I actually so, heard about this. Yeah, I actually heard about this. Yeah, yeah. Real... and um, I couldn't. Uh, I'm like, no, no way. Like, yeah. How could on. this be real? It sounds if like you satire. Had, I, I'm sorry. I don't know how rich, but if she's got like multi million dollars, yeah. If she's not investing in the right like pathways to get a billion dollars in like ten years time, she's an idiot. Take all her money away from her. Yeah. It's pretty amazing for a girl who is she's what nearly got a billion dollars and getting free money from people who just want to give her money, all because her sister sucked a real, sucked a dick once. Oh yeah, for sure. That's that's for me the most amazing thing. That's just yeah, Church, that's... If you can go suck a dick, <laughs> <laughs> and I will be on our pathway to be billionaires. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. We only do one day podcast. How'd you get yeah. big? Well, Church, <laughs> he really took. You one should for the see team. the video. <laughs> Really took on for the team. That dildo test was just the beginning. Oh yeah, we did a dildo test in episode six. It did was, you? We did. <laughs> oh no way! I think I did watch that one. <laughs> that was a video, yeah. Yeah, it was the video. Yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah. that one. Yeah, but he yeah. was he was off gallivanting around saving the world at the time, and I had to yeah, take yeah. over. <laughs> nah, I, did, I legit saw that one. Yeah. That's a good episode. Good episode. Um, so like, there's like tweets and stuff from people that yeah, are just yeah, yeah. like just like dumbfounded about it, like. This this person's like literally people dying everywhere and people are choosing to donate to Kylie Jenner's GoFundMe instead. You're like y'all sick in the head. Um, if you actually give money to Kylie Jenner's GoFundMe, um, but can't spare some change to a charity organization or even a homeless person, that speaks a, a lot about ignorant ass. Um, what do you say? Can't y'all will give money to GoFundMe that's trying to make Kylie Jenner a billionaire. Yet thousands of children that have cancer have already like yeah. yeah. Like who the fuck is paying this college and a GoFundMe? I just want to talk. It's a pretty good. It it. it I don't know if because like the Jenners was what's the mum's name? She's the manager, isn't she? Yeah, I think so. I can't remember the name, but I just know that like. Oh, Chris. Chris. Yeah. I feel like she's pushing a lot of this sort of stuff. Kylie like, Jenner reportedly makes more than one million dollars per Instagram post. <sighs> yeah. You know how much we get? Zero. <laughs> and yeah. I do comedy gold all the time. Yeah, you got over 5,000 something somethings yeah. the other day. I did. I found an article about well, a guitarist. All you need is like arse implants for him. Okay. Kieran, take what? one for the team. You get the arse implants, I'll suck a dick. Damn. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to suck it for long. He gets the arse implants forever. <laughs> oh. Far out. Yeah, look, uh, if you're not... You know, Kieran, 
Yeah. I what? think I think what we should do is we should um, stop people from donating money to uh, what was then Kylie Jenner, Kendall. What was which one is it? Kylie. Kylie. They should stop doing that, and they should. Uh, you should set up our Patreon account. Yeah, it's, it's on the way. It's on the way. Yeah. And uh, you should give your money to us and help support the show and for us to get lovely guests like Ike Major on more often. Nice. I've got a quick article, Kieran, and then uh, we'll, we'll wrap up the show. All right, but before you do that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you like donuts. Of course oh, I do. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. Everyone likes donuts. Yeah, what am I? Just... I just thought I'd love to fill you in with this. Um... <laughs> I get it. Fill in with donuts. Okay. Oh, my God. I didn't that even get great. the pun. That was fantastic. <laughs> uh, Frederick Mann tried to bribe officers with donuts. Ah, well done. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah, that's about that's it. it. That's about it. And they took him. <laughs> uh, well, Kieran, I know how you like people not working and getting paid. I am a big fan of that. Okay. Are you ready for the greatest bu- story of bureaucracy and a person that I will want, I am aspiring to be? Okay. Public, uh, a Spanish public servant skipped work for over a decade. A public servant earning $80,000 a year managed to skip work for a decade, instead using his free time to run a male brothel. (laughs) Hang on. So he was being paid for 10 years. 10 years. 80K a year. $80,000 a year for 10 years for not... No one... Like, that's brilliant. Because, like... (laughs) Like... What a terrible... Hang on, hang on. What a terrible manager he had not to realise that his staff wasn't there. And then... Obviously, the manager was or must have been on leave or something for two weeks. Didn't realise he had a new employee. And then he never turned up and just kept cashing in the paycheck. Yeah, basically. And no one saw him. Yeah. So no one knew that he existed. So, uh, Carlos Rico, who was paid 50,000 euros or $80,000 in salary... As an archives director in Valencia's... Oh, they, Gum- an archives director. director. No one <laughs> knows who the archives director uh, is. Would show up every morning at 7.30 to clock in with a fr- fingerprint scanner before heading home only re- to return at 3.30 to clock out. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> because he's in archives. <laughs> yeah. No one needs archives. Yeah, and it's all online now. So with all that paper stuff, it's just... I, I worked at a place and they had this person who did arch- like uh, this door was open once and I was like, "There's a door there." Yeah. And someone's like, "Yeah, that's the archives." <laughs> and I was like, "We have an archives." <laughs> yeah. And then who's got that job? Yeah. Like cash, super chill. Well, this guy here, <laughs> uh, Rico, was finally sacked after that, despite his insistence that he'd done nothing wrong. And he stated, "I've only done what they have asked me to do." He maintained that he worked from home. No one can show me a photograph in which I'm in the cafeteria. I'm a man of action. I do documentation work out of the office. I work the work of a slave. Working like a slave means I work so others get the fruit of my labor. The tribunal found that there was no evidence that Mr. Rico had performed any of his jobs that he claimed. And he'd not even logged into the corporate network since 2012, despite having his own computer. It was also found no evidence for the claim that he told his superiors that he didn't have a desk following his office reallocation or that he'd been assigned ex- external projects in to the create to create an inclusive art center. And uh, but he had been busy in other ways. In his free time, Mr. Rico was making a name for himself in the erotic comic book artist and creator of the popular character Falarella, a busty superhero who hurls flaming Valencia oranges at her enemies. And he'd also been running a male brothel out of his home 
since 2005. He's um, an idiot. He only needs to do actually probably one day of work a week. Well, you know what? He, sta- he stated yeah. that he would go in and get his fingerprints done. So, because my strategy for, my strategy for 10 years, for 10 years, though. 10 years, he pulled this off. See, lots of people think I don't reckon that you could pull it off I, for that, a week. Lots of people, right now, because I'm not going in tomorrow, right now, <laughs> I have a jacket on my chair with a muesli bar. Oh, half eaten? No, no, that's not one. It, but it's, it's turned on its sort of, you know. Oh, it's sideways. Yeah, sideways. And there's some papers there, right? So people are going to be like, oh, Kieran's around. Yeah, he's doing something. So he must be doing something, yeah. right? Yep. Uh, up here for... Th- and plus, I'm my own boss, so I can do whatever I want, <laughs> right? I've just got to make the appearance. People, I've got to make the perception that I'm in the space. Otherwise, you know, in six months' time, they'll be like, you never turn up. You know, you can't keep your desk. Yeah. It's pretty good. I reckon he... I re- great scam. Ten years. In that time, he became a famous erotic comic book artist. And had a male brothel. Does he have time. to pay the money back? It doesn't say it does in the no. article, but we never know. Well, Do you know what? It's their fault for not. <laughs> no, yeah, right. it is their fault yeah. for not figuring. Like they found it out, but they should have. Poor management. Earlier. Poor management. Don't blame it on the man. Blame it. <laughs> blame it on the system. Blame it on the system. It was a, just like a beat. <laughs> yeah, that was kaboom. I felt that. <laughs> Well, anyway, I think that we'll wrap it up. We, we do have a very special thing. Ike's going to do some, uh, maybe a little performance for us. Ooh. It's going to be super cool at the end of this episode. So definitely stick around, people. We'd like to thank Ike for coming in. Um, Thanks, guys, for having me. We've been trying to have him on for a while. Like I said, we're looking forward to all your new stuff. Maybe we'll Thanks, do man. like a live sort of weird thing like this just as you're about to release your, your new stuff. Yeah, man. That would just definitely come back. Absolutely. And we'll yeah. do all that because it's, uh, it's really cool stuff. So definitely check all of Ike's stuff out. Where can we find you? You can find me on SoundCloud, Instagram. Um, I've got a Spotify page, iTunes, Tidal, Amazon, um, Deezer. Um, yeah, all that. And how do you, which which platform do you make the most money off? Um, it depends. Like Most people use Spotify. Great. And so. that's one that you make the most money off? So everyone listen to his album on No, just buy, just buy my album. Oh, just buy the album. It's <laughs> easy as that. On easy iTunes, as that. iTunes. Support local support artists. Support local artists is as simple as that. But I thank or you. Or donate so- your money to Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> One or the other. If you've got an extra 10... How much is the album? Um, oh, it should be on like 15 bucks. There you go. Yeah. So 15 bucks. It's a small price to pay to help a local artist. Uh, just add it to your Spotify list. Yeah. Keep yeah, making more Show them some money. love. Show them some love. That's, That's it. it. For cool saying that. <laughs> Do you know what? We need to come up with some kind of thing where you can play like, I'm going to support this artist and while I'm sleeping, my phone's just going to keep playing their tracks so that they can make more money. They can do that. That's all I need. Yeah, you can We'll do have that. talk after this. Um, <laughs> anyway, Kieran, thank you for another fantastic episode. It's good to be back. It is. We're still is. waiting for episode 29, but I'm sure that's in the works. And that'll it be is going to be brilliant. As usual, people, our lovely wankers, our, our <laughs> listeners are called wankers. They voted on that. They did. They enough. voted. They voted. <laughs> our lovely wankers can follow us on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on YouTube, on Instagram, and Facebook. And obviously... Uh, give all those likes and subscribes and all those lovely things to Ike as well. For all your, uh, and that's all for all your wanking needs. And obviously, if you'd like to send in a rant, an article, or anything like that, please email us at we only do one take podcast at gmail.com. 
Thank God that's only the short version. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and guys, we will see you next Thursday. This is a cover of a medley um, made by Somo um, with Drake's songs muddled to one and some sweet, sweet guitar from Anthony Tertiary. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might be too strong out of compliments Overdose on confidence Starting not to give a shit And stop fearing the consequence Drinking every night because we drink to my accomplishments Fading way too long, I'm floating in that Consciousness and they say that I'm back I don't agree with that I just take my time with all these things I still believe in that I had someone tell me I fell off Oh, I needed that And they wanna see me pick back up when I I leave it at, I said I'm on one It takes only one, yeah I'm on one Fuck it, I'm on one So take a shot for me Whoa, 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 whoa Take a shot for me I might be too strong out of compliments Overdose on confidence Sliding not to give a shit and stop fearing the consequence Drinking every night because we drink to my accomplishments Fading way too long, I'm floating in and out of consciousness And they say that I'm back, I'd agree with that I just take my time with all these things, I still believe in that I had someone tell me I fell off Oh, I needed that And they wanna see me pick back up When I leave it at I said I'm on one Yeah, fuck it, I'm on one Yeah, I said I'm on one We are on one